BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I've got visions in my head. People tell me that I'm crazy. I tell them that's exactly it. I've got reasons for my absence. People tell me that I'll burn out. I tell them I'm not like. Hi, y'all. Welcome back to the show. If you're new here, my name is Kinsey and I am the host of the I Love You So Much podcast. I am a little bit tired right now. I'm recording this on a Sunday night. I just got back from another weekend in Tennessee and I just, I love Tennessee. I was there for a friend's wedding that I grew up with and it's just like, I'm kind of like getting in my feels these days because Midnight's released last week and we grew up listening to Taylor Swift has honestly been the most constant, most consistent thing in my life has been my love for Taylor Swift. I spoke at like on a panel Friday morning and I had to get up really early. I was up in the Starbucks drive-thru at like 6.30, 6.45 in the morning and I was listening to new Taylor Swift and that just gave me, I talked about this in my vlog that's coming out, but it gave me like so much like nostalgia I was just really emotional and it sounds kind of stupid but I remember doing that when I was in high school like I remember driving in new albums of Taylor Swift released and it was super early in the morning getting sore so this is the most basic annoying basic bitch thing I could ever possibly say but it just made me like wish that I wasn't growing up so fast I say that as I'm 25 and own a house and I'm like fully unfortunately pretty much grown up but I don't know it just like kind of made me sad and my friend getting married like where there's a video of her singing 15 to me by Taylor Swift when I was turning 15. Like we're just, life is going by so fast and it's making me really sad these days. Also on a lighter note, well, kind of back, this one is a lighter note. It starts with us uh, by Colleen Hoover, the sequel to it ends with us, which has been a book that took book talk by storm. I read that book in 2020. So like before book talk, like really it went crazy. Right. Um, And then I read It Starts With Us this week. Actually, I pre-ordered it and I read it within a day, obviously, in in true Kinsey Elizabeth fashion. I read the book in a day and it was so good. I feel like I've seen the negative reviews and I feel like it's exactly what we needed to close the chapter. I think it was like the closure that we needed, you know? I'm really happy right now because as of today, I'm home for the next nine weeks, hopefully, I at least won't be traveling for work. I I might go on like a few trips with like friends or something. The next time I leave will be for New Year's Eve in Paris, which is very exciting. But I'm just really happy to be home. I'm such a homebody. I love fall. I love everything about fall. I'm honestly overwhelmed by everything that I want to do. 
And it's just so nice that I will actually be home to do it. Cooking. Oh, my garden, guys. I started my garden last week. I'm, I just came home. And the first thing I did was, you know, went upstairs to tend to my garden. And I just am really thriving these days. The Breadwinning Housewife Home Collection, the drop comes out in a few weeks. I have been seeing the DMs. It's coming out in a few weeks. And also, if you guys are listening right now, two weeks from tomorrow is the Dallas Live Show, November 11th at The Factory. So Margo Austri and Dom are the guests. The tickets are available. You'll want to get your tickets now. And I'm so excited. We have girls flying in from Minnesota, from Kansas, and from Florida for this trip. Isn't that crazy? That is actually insane. So if you guys haven't bought tickets already, be sure to buy them. Tickets are linked in my description. Today's episode, we have Rachel, formerly Rachel Racky, on the podcast. She has gotten married. We're talking a little bit about the wedding. We're talking style. We're talking Instagram, YouTube. She was like easily the most requested person when I was recording in Nashville. And we just had such a good time. She's really cool style. She just is a cool girl overall. And you guys are going to love this episode. So it's also her first podcast episode. So like I'm feeling pretty special, you know. Anyways, without further ado, let's welcome Rachel onto the show. And if you guys want, you can watch it on YouTube. Don't forget, the YouTube channel is linked below. All of the episodes, full episodes are on the YouTube channel. They drop the same day or the day after this podcast. So I hope you guys enjoy and let's welcome Rachel onto the show. So we were just talking about how all anyone wants, everyone's obsessed with your wedding for one. That's so sweet. Like a that's, okay. <laughs> it was so beautiful. Thank you. And that's all like so many people wanted to know. And the thing about it is like when you get to the age where your friends are starting to get married mm-hmm. or like I know people who are older than me that are starting to get married and you like, realize that like the last thing brides want to talk about mm-hmm. is their wedding. Yeah. I it's think it's because so it consumes your life. So we had a long engagement probably like over a year and a half. So it consumes even if you're not working on wedding stuff every day, it's in the back. It's like holding space in the back of your head daily. Like you think about it every day. So it's like after the wedding's over and you finally feel stress-free and then everyone asks questions, you're like, oh my God, I feel like I'm reliving, like going through all that. Our wedding, I feel like I tried to keep it low key, but I also felt like, especially with our lives being on the internet, you kind of feel pressure to be like, oh, I want the wedding to be great, perfect, whatever the case may be. I wanted a small wedding. I actually didn't even want to do a wedding. Dylan was the one who was like, I want to have all of our friends together because he um, left high school early and played college ball. So we've always been kind of just all over the place. So it was a great time to get all of our friends and family in one spot. And now looking back, it was like the best weekend ever. And I would never like not want to do it. But I will say the stress leading up to a wedding these days, I feel like is just unnecessary. But it was special. I'm not even dating, so I'm like nowhere near like this issue, but it actually stresses me out already. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a lot. And then my sister got married two years before me. So she is like, she does party planning, like full service as a job. And so she's really into all that stuff. And she would be like, Rachel, have you done this, this, this? And I'm just like, oh, wait, I need to do that. I'm like, (laughs) I was so on bridezilla that it was like kind of weird because I thought I would be I only cared about a few things like I wanted a cute dress and a cute venue but then other than that I was like I don't want to put all the like logistical things together because it was just not fun at that point but I'm glad it was it was a great weekend I would say definitely if I could give like a tip about a wedding I would say 
book your venue first and get a wedding planner. (laughs) It's like my best tip I could give you because other than that, I feel like everyone is so different and every venue is different and with the vendors and all that stuff, you can't really just like compare your wedding to someone else's and expect it to be the same in the planning process because nowadays the venues and stuff, it's so customizable that it's, it's hard to compare. So yeah, the whole thing just seems very stressful. Yeah, it is. For more details, she has a whole YouTube video on this with everything laid out. So go watch that. Are you like a little bit scarred? Like, are you over wearing white for the time being? Honestly, I feel I find myself still wearing full white outfits because I am a like a light color. You know, how there's some people that love dressing in all black. Yes. And then some people are the tans and white. I'm like the tan and white girl. So it was kind of perfect for you. Yes, I love. And now I still find myself buying white outfits. And I'm like, I feel like people are probably like, she still wants to be a bride. Blah, blah. And I'm like, <laughs> no, I just really love the light colored neutral clothing. So, so it works out. For yeah, you. works out perfect. The thing that I love wearing white and I feel like I probably look better in white, but I I just self tan. I tan too much. I know. So. It you it. naturally tan, right? I do. I tan easily. My mom tans really easily. So I think that's where I get it. No, I'm Irish. My grandmother's maiden name is Maureen Delaney. So it's just red hair. Yes. So I okay. don't do any of that naturally. So self-tan is your best friend. Yeah, and it's tough with white. It is hard. Now that like falls here and I'm not going to the beach and stuff, it's like, okay, self like last night I put a little self-tanner on. I'm like, here it comes again. Like self-tanner's back. But it'll never give you a pretty color like the natural sun. It's, oh, no way. It's never the same. It so. is never the same. You have such Sometimes if I feel pale, I'm like, I'm going to book a beach trip. <laughs> Actually. So you can get a nice little tan. But it fades so quick. I feel like you have to work so hard for a tan. Like um, Dylan, their first football game um, was in Hawaii. And so we were in Hawaii for a whole week. And I got so tan. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm so tan. I'm going to come back. And it's like summer's over, but I have a nice tan. It was gone in like three days. Oh, and I'm wow. like, you work, I, at least for me, I work so hard for a tan and it just fades away. I'm like, well, there it goes. That kind of <laughs> makes me feel a little bit better knowing that because like my fake tan fades away too. So yes. if I was really tanning, it would also fade. Exactly. Never stays forever. As I wish it did, but oh, you it's guys also have been not good for, for skin. a long time too. Yes, we've been dating. This Christmas will be 10 years. That is so crazy. Married now for not, how long have we even been married? I don't know. We got married May 14th. So like four or five months. So what year did you guys start dating? Like in school? Um, So he was a junior. It was like middle of his junior year. I'm a year older than him. And it was my senior year of high school. That's we started so dating. And then honestly, we just, I, I was in a um, three-year relationship before him. I was his first girlfriend ever. And then I got out of that relationship. Dylan had never been in a relationship. And we just always kind of had a thing for each other. Started to hang out started dating and then we just obviously never broke up. Now we're married. Now we're here. But he kind of sealed the deal quick. Yeah. And it just like felt I don't even know how to explain it because some people like, how do you know? How do you know he was the right one? I think it just came so naturally. He comes from a big family. I come from a big family like we both are. Both of our parents get along so well. Our siblings all relate. It's just it's one of those weird situations where I can honestly sit here and say, like, I feel like I just got really lucky because Dylan to me obviously to me I'm married him but he is one of the best guys I know and I know friends that are like find me a guy like Dylan and like my middle sister is single and she's like find me a guy like Dylan I'm like they're hard to find truly like I can't I'm trying I'm like I'm around guys all the time Dylan works around a ton of football players and I'm like I just can't find Dylan is just one of those like rare guys and I feel like in high school when I met him I knew that and then we were dating for two two years before distance started So he was in North Carolina. I was in Athens, Georgia, and we did distance for about four years. And then I moved to Raleigh. He was still playing. He finished his last year of ball. And then we moved to Colorado last year. And then now we're here in Nashville. So 
<laughs> three years and three moves. Yeah. How did you guys navigate long distance? I think every time someone asks me, this is what I tell them. I say, you both have to have your own thing to be busy because I was on the dance team at Georgia. So I, my nights were taken up with practice. And then obviously I was in school. I had my own like friend life, um, the team, those are like my girls. So I was busy with that. And then college football takes up literally every second of their life. So he wasn't out partying, finding girls, like doing that whole thing on the weekends because it was games. And I was taking my weekends to drive up and watch him play and then would take my Sunday and drive home. But we both just had such a busy schedule that I don't think that we ever thought like there was no trust issues because neither one of us had time to do anything else. And then another thing that we always did was even if it was like a month and a half until the next time we would see each other, we would always set a date. And I feel like that really helps because then you can count down like, oh, there's only two and a half weeks. Oh, there's only one week instead of being like, I don't know the next time I'm going to see him. So that's kind of just like my two tips, I would say, for distance. But honestly, I don't wish distance on anyone. But I will say I think that's the reason mine and Dylan's relationship is so strong. I'm a very like independent person with what I do for a living. And then also he is obviously gone all the time at work. And I don't think that it, we would be able to maintain both of our careers if we weren't like very independent each on our own. So I think that the distance really did help us and made us stronger as like individuals, but also as a couple, as like weird as it sounds, but. No, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. We have officially entered the holiday party season with Halloween parties, Friendsgiving, holiday parties, and more. You know, my, I love my little dinner parties that I'm hosting this time of year. It can get a little bit stressful, and that is why I keep my house stocked with spritz. Spritz Society takes all natural, recognizable ingredients and packs them into convenient sparkling can cocktails that you can take anywhere. They're low-calorie, low-sugar drinks with 6% ABV that are guaranteed delicious. Spritz Society was just named the best can cocktail by USA Today. They come in five iconic flavors to choose from. Grapefruit, blood orange, peach, pineapple, and lemon. You really can't go wrong. Peach is definitely my favorite. It is so good. This time of year can already get really stressful. So I would recommend getting the Spritz Society Variety 8-Pack. It's amazing for hosting. It's so helpful. Spritz Society is an award-winning and easy go-to drink, so you don't have to fuss over complicated cocktail recipes. You can just pour a Spritz Society over ice for an amazing sparkling cocktail that will impress anyone. I also love having them on hand on a Friday night when I'm getting ready. Like, those are the best times. You're by yourself. You have a little spritz. You pour it over ice in a little wine glass. I put everything over ice in a wine glass for, like, an elevated experience. As I'm getting ready for girls' dinner and then going out, it's just so much fun. And thanks to our friends at Spritz Society, you can try their iconic sparkling cocktails for 10% off by using code I love you on SpritzSociety.com. That is code I love you for 10% off on SpritzSociety.com. That is S P R I T Z Society.com. Hey guys, I'm Whitney Port, and this is With Wit. A lot of you may know me from reality TV, and the reality is a lot's happened since the hills. With Wit is dedicated to having real, raw, and occasionally ridiculous conversations with the people who have had a profound impact on me. Because on With Wit, very little is off limits. Subscribe so you don't miss any of the amazing conversations to come. New episodes of With Wit are available every Tuesday on all platforms. What are your moving tips? Because obviously... For those who don't know, in his career path, you move all the time. Mm -hmm. So you're kind of all over the place. I would say 
I'm like, honestly, if you guys have any moving tips, let me know because <laughs> I would say, so from moving from Colorado to Nashville was the first time we hired movers. The first time we went from Raleigh to Colorado, my parents are literal angels and helped us. And my sister's husband drove the U-Haul with all of our stuff. We try not to keep a ton of stuff. That's why we're always like, now I'm like, I love my furniture, so I don't think I would sell it if we had to move. But in Colorado, we kind of sold everything so we didn't have to move it all here. And we just kind of started fresh. But I would say hire movers. But it's hard because movers are so expensive. And I never really thought of that until you start putting it all together. Well, especially like cross country. Yes. Yes. And then getting the cars and just the whole nine yards. But I would honestly like I don't even think that there's a good tip for moving besides not being a pack rat like don't hold on to stuff so then you don't have to pack it up it's crazy how much stuff like even we were in only in Colorado for a year how much stuff you accumulate over the year and then when you go to start packing it up it's like why did I think I needed this many of this item or whatever and so I kind of would start getting rid of stuff as we would move and now in the Nashville house because I'm like I don't know the season ends in December but who knows when we'll if we'll stay, if we'll leave, whatever. So every time, and it's hard too with like what we do for a living, we get a lot of stuff in the mail and all that. And it's really fun. But I try to be good at like giving to friends, um, family members, keeping things like minimal and yeah, because it's not living a simple life. Yeah, exactly. But I always feel really thankful to get stuff in the mail. So I'm like, oh, I want to try this out. Yeah. And so then, I, then I'm like, okay, wait, Rachel, you don't need 17 face creams, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> but, also you want to you wanna put everything to good use, but it does just pile up a lot, mm-hmm. especially when you're someone who moves. I feel like, Actually, your career, okay, basically what I was going to say is that it must be hard to like readjust and make new friends everywhere you go, Mm -hmm. but we both are having the exact same career path. So I have friends everywhere. Like some of my closest friends don't live in the same city as me. Yes. So at least you do have like that sense of stability. Like you do have close friends. Mm -hmm. They maybe just don't always live near you, but you do, you know what I mean? Yes. And it's nice too, because it's like, okay, say I made a really good friend in Colorado. I'm thankful enough that one weekend, if I have free, I'm able to go like visit her or her come visit me on the weekdays because I do make my own schedule. Not saying it's not hard because like in Colorado, I did make some good friends and now I'm like, oh, I miss them. But being in Nashville, we've only been here for, I don't know, half a year now. I've already made really good friends and I'm like, I can't imagine leaving, especially the city. I love living here and we're close to family now, which we weren't close to family in Colorado. Now we're only like a three and a half hour drive from Dylan's parents and my parents are in Florida. So it's about like a seven hour drive. But I will say it's nice because with what we do, if I didn't do this career, I don't know how easy it would be to pack up and move time and time again trying to like relocate jobs if I didn't work from home or something that would be really hard if I like had to go into an office and each time we moved I had to like find a new living so that's why I feel like it just worked out really perfectly and I feel honestly every day I'm like we're just so blessed and thankful to be able to both do what we love and it's kind of a fun switch up I I used to be a homebody growing up but now I feel like the older I get I don't become attached to homes. Right now we're just renting our house in Nashville, but I don't become attached to things because I think, it sounds kind of sad when I say it out loud, but I don't think that, like I know that we're going to eventually leave, whether that be in five years, one month, like who knows. So I think I just know that in the back of my head so I don't become absolutely in love with a home and then I get really upset when we leave. I just look at it as like, oh, here's a new beginning for Dylan and I. And -hmm. it's like exciting. And I'm like, oh, I can't wait to see like new places, meet new friends, do new things. Because I feel like if you don't look at it that way, it can be like a sad, honestly, a sad life. So it's very 
like character building. Yes. Because you have to become very adaptable. Mm-hmm. The hardest thing for me would be leaving the people. I think that would be very difficult. Mm-hmm. It's hard. Luckily, I am a very, like I was saying earlier, very independent. So I, I'm not someone who needs to like have a friend with me every day, especially with me by yourself a lot behind the computer. I feel like a lot of people don't see like the lonely side of it because they're just seeing you post on social media. So there's sometimes where I find myself like, all right, Rachel, you need to go hang out with a friend like this week because I'll just be by myself, especially now that it's football season. Dylan is like so MIA right now. So I am by myself a lot. We just got a new puppy, which is keeping me busy. But it's nice because we have both big sides of family. So we're really lucky. We I have like two built in best friends, my two sisters. And so it's like no matter where I go, I know I always will have them to like lean back on. And my mom and dad, we, we both just have really supportive families and I think if we didn't have that it would be hard because I feel like I don't know if it's just me but the older you get it's harder to make friends like true friendships like I have been um still obviously like all the girls in my wedding were hometown friends or friends that I met in college I have made so many great new friends through what we do for a living that will be lifelong friends too which I'm so thankful for but it definitely is harder to find friends the older you get I like kind of I was talking to my mom about that the other day and I was like you don't just find I don't know. The older I get, I feel like I get a little bit more shy and I'm not a shy person. I can talk your ear off once I get to know you. But the initial like meeting and like meeting up to grab coffee or going out for a drink, it's like a little bit harder for me these days. And I I don't know why I'm like that. No, everyone's like that, by the way. Everyone feels that way. So we talk all the time on the show about like navigating your 20s. And the number one asked question is how to make friends. It's hard. It's very hard. And because, okay, you grow up in school, in sports, mm-hmm. in clubs, in neighborhoods. You have set people around you at all mm-hmm. times that inevitably you end up being friends with. Even in college, you have people, sorority, again, teams, whatever exactly. it is. Post-grad, it's tough, especially when, which I feel like so many people can relate to this because so many of us are working from home with the pandemic, regardless of if you would have before or mm-hmm. not. So it's definitely difficult. And I, I feel the same way about myself. Like, I'm very outgoing Mm -hmm. but I almost have like I can be like a little bit more awkward or a little bit more like socially anxious yes (laughs) where I'm not normally like that but I don't maybe that's like a pandemic no I think it's I don't know and honestly it kind of makes me nervous because I feel like the generation that's growing up in the pandemic it's like how social are they actually going to be because there was a time where I mean I remember there was two kids that I used to nanny a few years back when they were little and the mom was like, they're not going to school and learning anything, like learning how to be around other kids because the pandemic. And she's like, normally the kid would be right into school, like learning social skills, social cues, all that stuff. And I'm like, honestly, not that that was our issue. We weren't weren't babies during the pandemic. But I just feel like the older I get, the more like shy and awkward. Sometimes I'll like have all these plans and I'll start to get anxiety about them. And I never used to be like that. I also grew up like dancing competitively. So I was always on a team. And I think that's where now I struggle because now and I was on a team in college, too. So this is my third year out of school. And so I'm not a part of like anything, especially that we work for ourselves. There's nothing to like be a part of. So it's kind of like you have to really like dive out there and make friends. That's why it's nice whenever you find like a genuine friendship through what we do. Yes. Because they can relate because it's hard to find like that eight to five corporate worker that you can actually like really relate to. I don't know. I just feel like it's harder the older we get. And our jobs are like very specific. Mm -hmm. So I do think it in a way is easier because at least you can find people who have similar interests. For sure. It's still hard to make friends, but at least you have people that you relate to 
in a way that isn't just like we do the same thing. It's like mm-hmm. we have a lot of the same interests. But I totally feel that. I it just feels awkward. You have to make an effort. It's almost yes, it's like it's dating, the effort. Honestly. Yes. Like you have to put yourself out there. You have to make the effort. Which I've never had to do. Yeah. Because I like ever. just in high school, you know, I like I have friends who talk about dating apps and I I always tell them I I would say, if I never met Dylan, I don't think I would like put myself out there because I am not like that and they are they're always like Rachel yes you would like you would figure it out and I'm like okay I probably would figure out but I wouldn't like it like no I don't think anyone likes having to go out on a dating app and you know what I mean no one likes it yeah (laughs) no it's definitely you very much so lucked out yes I did but yeah it's just it's a it's a weird age and it's a transition time Mm -hmm. and especially going from teams where you just have people again with the same interests and you're just kind of stuck together whether you like it or not you at least have people and now in new cities especially when you're moving it is difficult but you Mm -hmm. have to just put yourself out there exactly which just takes so much time I know know? and I also remind myself like everyone's in the same boat like everyone is wanting to make a friend or you know like go out to dinner and whatever so I'm like Rachel put yourself out there don't be so shy and so I'm I'm getting better but it's hard (laughs) it's hard to find the people that feel like a hometown friend exactly in the sense like a hometown friend being the people that you grew up with or just the friend that you feel so comfortable with you don't mm-hmm. have to do anything with like I like rem- the um times where you can like both be sitting on your phone in the same room exactly and not be awkward now a word from our sponsor better help i have had this show for i want to say four years now and i have referenced therapy in easily 90 to 95 percent of all episodes okay i'm very passionate about therapy i've been in and out of therapy majority of my life And it has been the most, honestly, single-handedly the most influential thing in my life. Now, it is really easy to stay focused on our problems instead of solutions. It's very difficult to come up with solutions. Sometimes you spiral. It's not really where we naturally want to go. It can be annoying sometimes. And therapy is really helpful with this because it's really tough to train your brain to stay in like a problem-solving mode when you are faced with challenges in life. But when you learn how to find your own solutions, there is no better feeling. And a therapist can help you become a better problem solver, making it easier to accomplish your goals, no matter how big or small. If you guys are a listener of this podcast, I cannot recommend BetterHelp enough. If you are thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, and entirely online. You can get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey and switch therapists at any time. I get DMs all the time. Like, how do I find the right therapist? How do I start therapy? I'm telling y'all, you need to use BetterHelp. Not only is it more affordable, it's so much easier. It's less overwhelming. It's completely online. I really cannot recommend it enough. And when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can help you get there. Visit betterhelp.com slash Kinsey today to get 10% off your first month. That is betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Kinsey. The leaves are falling, the days are shorter, and I am so much happier, okay? And Macy's Friends and Family Sale has everything you need to make the season cozier and get prepped for the holidays. Do you guys know how happy I am to be saying those words? I mean, it is amazing, okay? From October 24th to October 31st, get 30% off regular sale and clearance items plus 15% off beauty. That is 30% off pretty much everything from the latest trends in clothing, shoes, and handbags to home decor. Check out Macy's.com. Again, that is Macy's.com. There is nothing I love more than shopping this time of year. Chances are the weather is changing where you live and you're going to need some new clothing. 
Or like me, you want to do a little home refresh. There is nothing I'm more passionate about than making my home cozy. You should see the changes that I've made recently, okay? I come home and I feel incredible. I feel so relaxed. But unfortunately, those changes in, you know, the items that you're buying clothing-wise, everything costs money, okay? It sucks, right? But with this friends and family sale, you are getting a great deal, okay? That's 30% off pretty much everything, again, from the latest trends in clothing, shoes, handbags, to home decor. And also 15% off beauty, which is amazing. Even if you're just like restocking on products that you have, you need to shop. Again, that is from October 24th to October 31st. Go to Macy's.com. That is Macy's.com. I remember when I first moved to LA, it was like a year in. And I was like, I don't have a friend. Like I have friends here and I I was socially going out and doing things. Mm -hmm. But I was like, I don't have a friend that I could just like call up and they would just come over and we would like watch a movie and not talk or something or like put something on. And those are the friends that are hard to find. Yes. But then I'm kind of like, will I ever find that friend, that friend type? Because all of my friends that I would say are like that are kids that I've, friends that I've grown up with since like elementary school. I don't think you can fully recreate it, but I do Uh, think you can find people. I say that, but I don't know. Cause the one friend that I would say I've gained in my twenties that I have that relationship with we are from the same hometown. We just okay. didn't grow up being friends. So you have that connection. We still have that connection. And yes. so, yeah, I don't think you can ever find it again, but I do think you can find a friend in which you are equally as comfortable with, maybe in a different way. Exactly. Yeah. No, I mean, I've definitely made new friends that I could hang out with every single day, but you know, it'll just never feel like the hometown friend. Yes. But I think that's just called getting older. <laughs> I know. It, it does kind of suck. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm, I hit 25 in May, like a week after we got married we went to the Maldives for our honeymoon and I turned 25 I remember Dalton and I were in the Maldives and I was like why do I feel not excited about turning 25 (laughs) I just turned 25 and at first I was like I was dreading it for a long time Mm -hmm. I was like I'm I'm not 25 and I've always been like younger than most of the people that I was around and I like being younger yeah because something about it feels safe Mm -hmm. you know and then I was like oh my god I'm turning 25 and I freaked out but then I I shifted it because my friend, you know, Peyton Sarton. Yes. Okay. So she 25. She would always tell me that it was her favorite year ever. And it was so good. Uh-huh. And so every time I would freak out about being 25, I would just be like, no, Peyton says it's cooler. And she loved being 25. I'm not kidding. That's like how I got through. You're it. like, I'm going to have the best year. So yeah. I'm not freaking out. I'm like, 25 is cool. Like, I'm I know. I feel like there's like this stereotype or whatever the right word is around getting older. But I feel like it's like what you make of it. You know, it's exciting. Yes. I mean, I got married when I was 24. Now I'm 25. I'm like, Dylan and I don't want kids for a few years. But I'm like, OK, kids are coming. Maybe we'll buy our first house when I'm 25. Like, you know, exciting things like that. So it's obviously not like the Oh, you turned 21. Now I get to go legally drink. Not that exciting type of thing. But there are exciting things to look forward to when you get older. It's just you have to kind of like Look a little harder and find them. Yeah, you have to reframe. <laughs> Ironically, I'm like really excited for my 30s. Okay. I just feel like that's the decade that I'll thrive. And then I think even 40s might be better. Okay. But I just think I was born to be in my 30s. Now I feel like everyone's having kids older and that whole nine yards. And I feel like I have heard a lot of people say that the 40s are fun. Yes. I don't want to be in my 40s anytime soon. No, I, I can definitely wait, like to be clear. <laughs> yes. But everyone that I've talked to has turned 30 has said that just it's such a good age because you are wiser, mm-hmm. more mature, obviously, but you're like more confident, but you okay. don't care about any of the things that like stressed you out so much in your 20s. Exactly. And so I'm looking forward to that time of my life. 
I'm excited for you. It's going to be good. Well, we're the same age, so we'll be. Yeah, we'll be hitting 30 together. We'll yeah. be like texting. How, how's your 30s going? <laughs> I'm like, you have like a few months on me, so I'm going to need you to like really write some essays. Wait, when's your birthday? August 1st. Okay, so I've, yeah, I'll let you know how it is. Yeah, yeah, let me know. You're a couple months at 30. Okay, I want to talk all of you like your favorite products, favorite. Like basically okay. do like a master list. Okay. I should have warned you. <laughs> I know I'm like okay so what are my favorite products so right now I actually am struggling with my skin me too which I have never struggled with me too adult acne yes and so I honestly if you had to ask me my favorite skincare right now I would tell you nothing like I have been putting nothing on my skin besides sunscreen in the mornings and maybe like a really light moisturizer because anything is making my skin terrible and I don't even know what to do about it I'm like I'm talking to a dietitian tomorrow, so hopefully I can get some like hormonal balance situation going on. But let's see some of my favorite products. Okay, so for <laughs> this is so typical of me, and everyone's gonna be like, "You are so obsessed with Haley Bieber," but the Road Peptide Lip They're Treatment. They're so good. It's so good, and I just like wish it wasn't, but it is. <laughs> yeah, the salted caramel so good. But I was looking through my side table, my like nightstand last night, and I found from last holiday my Laneige. Um, ginger snap flavor and I have been like wearing it last night and now today and I'm like okay the Laneige is just so good if you've never tried Laneige the lip the mask, li the lip mask yeah. it's so good and I I wish that it wasn't in a pot I know that they have the tube form but the pot's better which is annoying because yeah. you want to like make sure your hands are clean so that's why I always put on before bed but I really love that what's your favorite like foundation I don't wear any oh my god wow <laughs> I like have just never worn it because I just don't think I know how to put on makeup good which I could probably teach myself but I actually pause there I meant to bring this up that is not true you did your own makeup for your wedding and it oh, was yeah. so good I bought one of the like kits that you did or whatever it uh -huh. was because it was so good it was the makeup by Kellyanne yes. which I'm obsessed with her obsessed. and I want her I was like I want her to do my wedding makeup and then I saw when I was kind of like picking all the vendors and stuff for the wedding I was trying to get everything scheduled I saw that she stopped doing weddings because she got so busy but she put out a trial where you can buy it I think it's like 250 bucks the best money I've ever spent it gives you like a whole product list step-by-step -step videos and I just sat there and like literally a whole day and I sat there and I I placed an order on Sephora when it came in I just sat there and did it and I remember I sent my my sisters a picture of my face and I said be honest do I look cute or ugly <laughs> and they were like did you just go get your makeup done and I was like no I did it myself and I'm seeing if I can like do my own wedding makeup and they were like Rachel we didn't know you could wear like put makeup on like that. But now it's so funny because I like practiced it and I just don't go anywhere to put that much makeup on every day. And so now I kind of like feel like I forgot what to do. But I do love the Giorgio Armani. That's what I use for I'm my wedding. Right yeah, that is like I mean, I haven't tried many. There was two different ones that I tried. I tried that and I tried a Kosas one, which I feel like is more like clean beauty and good for like every day to day. But I just use like a Charlotte Tilbury powder all over my face with a Kosas concealer. So that's what I've been wearing. But I do love the Giorgio Armani. I probably need to go get a new one because mine is like shade eight. And I'm sure I'm like a shade like three right yeah. now because <laughs> I was super tan for the wedding. But love that. I've really been into Kosas um, makeup. Like they sent me a package and I kind of was trying some stuff out. Like their eyebrow tinted gel is really good. I feel like their stuff is I just very um, clean and like natural beauty. So love that. I use like a L'Oreal mascara and then a Oh, I love the, um, I think it's Selena Gomez's makeup brand, Ray. Rare. Rare. I use her liquid blush. Oh. Started using it and I, I love it. I use it and happy every single, well, I don't wear makeup every day. I'm too lazy for that. But 
It is so good. Rare so Beauty good. is incredible. I love it. So good. You know what I love? I love the Kosas, like the face oil. I don't know if it's like a foundation or whatever oh, I it is. It. It's so good. It's especially good for people. Like I don't wear, like I wear foundation now because I'm like filming, not mm-hmm. normally. It's so good. I got my entire family hooked on it when we oh were God, at the lake house one weekend. It's, you would really like it because it's light, minimal. It's okay. just incredible. And then randomly for skincare, one of the things I'm obsessed with right now, Lindsay Carter showed it to me. So giving her credit because she has really blown this product up on the internet. It's probably like sold out, right? Okay, well, sometimes okay but it's the tower 28th spray actually Hailey oh, Bieber posted it first I saw is that like the red can yes and it is so what is it a makeup good. setting spray no it's a like a toner spray oh. it's incredible and I had it already in PR and I didn't realize it so I have a travel one I have like four and I keep posting about it and talking oh my God, about I'm it. gonna literally so go find good. it and order it it is incredible I need to try it the other thing because I was breaking out and obviously everyone's skin is different but like mm-hmm. just what has worked for me except for right now but I break out hormonally and there's like see that's much. what mine is and so that's why I'm kind of like I can put a $300 serum on my face and it's not going to do anything because it's like my acne I think is coming from like I just have a hormonal imbalance right now so that's what I'm trying to figure out like I think it has to do with like foods I'm eating and whatever, but yes. it's so the whole nine annoying. yards. I'm like, why is being a girl so hard? No, it really is. It's so, it is. <laughs> I started doing apostrophe. So I got like, okay. it's like an online, um, like acne medicine thing. Okay. Right. And I got like a night cream and then they gave me a prescription. Okay. And that has helped me a lot. And then that, I started using that in the Tower 28 spray in the same week. This is like a month ago. My skin was better. Okay. In overnight, my skin was like perfect. It was so crazy. Oh my God. I need to try the Tower 28. You really do. I'm excited. I want to try that. And Hailey if Bieber I can find it. it. No, I think that I think that they have it. Okay. I know. I feel like whenever Hailey Bieber posts those TikToks of like all the, pro- like her doing her makeup, the products are gone in five seconds at, on Sephora. I'm like, dang it. <laughs> it's sold out completely. Yes. Yes. Always her stuff. I'm like, everyone just loves her. She just has like a very chic style you know it's like timeless she's classic yes I feel like I'm lately now with especially with the season changing I'm more into like clothing than products I've never been a huge because I think it's because I've never really been into makeup and I'm I always have been into skincare but now that nothing's really working for me I'm kind of like what can I obsess over so I've really been into like fall fashion which I feel like a lot of people have been into it lately because the season's changing it's what I live for every year it's so good and I feel like I love summer. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm such a Florida girl living a bikini. Like, that is where I thrive is Florida. But when it comes to summer fashion versus fall, there's nothing to do with summer fashion. No. You can wear shorts, a tank top, maybe like a long slip dress, and that's it. With fall, it's like you can literally layer texture, color, like items. It's so it's so much better. It is so much better. Mm-hmm. I recorded an entire episode talking about this yesterday. It is night and day. I'm such a fall girl, though. But in the summer, I especially living in Texas, it's so hot. Oh, yeah. It's and like you can't I, wear anything. Yeah, you can't wear anything. Mm-hmm. I wear a dress and boots or sneakers every single day. Yeah. Like, that's the only option that I have. Because even wearing jean shorts, it's uncomfortable because you're so hot. I know. And I also hate jean shorts. I hate jean shorts. I kind of also hate jeans unless they're like... <laughs> I like jeans now from Abercrombie Curve Love, but I normally don't Ooh, like I need. Them. I always hear about the Abercrombie so jeans. Good. I need to try them. I am someone who buys every single article. I mean, you can tell by what I'm wearing. Article of clothing, like four sizes too big. And sometimes Dylan's like, why do you dress like a boy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I just feel more confident and cute in baggy clothes. So I always wear like super, like I'll buy vintage Levi's that are way too big. And then I'll like belt them or something like that. I just, I don't I love know. the look. I think it, yeah. 
I'm the same way. Everything is oversized. Yeah. I feel like if I'm shoved into something tight, I'm just not comfortable. Unless it's like a little silky mini dress or something where you want to feel like sexy and confident. But lately, my day to day, I'm like, give me the biggest size you have. I need like a very, very, very big blazer. Mm-hmm. I need even like these pants that I've been wearing lately. I'm sizing up and everything. I love, but I feel like that happened a few years ago. I think so too. And everyone thought it, I think thought it was like going to go away. And it's not going And away. it's not going away. And I, I don't feel like it's they're, going away. They're just getting bigger, like the parachute yeah. pants. I'm yeah. like, I feel like clothing is just, and there's still ways to like give your body shape. Like you can do a little crop top and do the parachute pants and then maybe an oversized blazer and have, like a slip of your stomach showing or maybe do like a lace bodysuit with big oversized pants to like still feel feminine and cute. But I don't know. I just have always felt more confident in bigger clothes. <laughs> I'm the same way. Where are you shopping right now? Right now, obviously Revolve. I feel like they just have everything and I love the two day shipping. So that's so nice. Um, also always love Zara. But lately I've been kind of, I don't know. I feel like Zara I feel like they steal people's ideas, so I try not to support them a ton, but you know how that goes. Um, I love the Frankie shop, pricey, but if you're like into minimal living, you can get like three really good staple pair of pants and then like a good sweater for fall and kind of rotate it out. And that's really nice. I've been into more like timeless chic pieces instead of like quality over quantity. I've been trying to think about when it comes to all fashion but revolve is probably always aritzia is good too aritzia i feel like i always go back to in the fall for the summer i feel like i forget about aritzia because also like me too where do you even shop for summer clothes like you just wear a swimsuit you know so what's really interesting too is that i feel like every i feel like my style in the fall and winter is very timeless and classic Mm -hmm. and if it's loungewear i want to be like cameron diaz in the holiday like i want like the uggs and the jeans and the baggy oversized cardigan like I want yes. that look or it's very timeless which I guess that would be too but you know what I mean like yes. more classic a little bit more elevated but in the summer I feel like I am more trendy but that's just because there's it's hard really to nothing be t- to wear I know it's like what is a timeless piece for summer like a good pair of vintage Levi shorts it's like other than that I don't even know but yeah. I love doing I feel like with fall and winter you can be comfy like you can wear a really cute sweat set from literally anywhere. I feel like you can find in a sweat set that's affordable, good quality anywhere these days and then do a cute trench coat over it and it's automatically just cute. It's a coffee run, so airport cute. outfit, like whatever. It's good. You can do outerwear. All I care about in the fall is outerwear. Well, that's I not true. I care about everything. But my favorite thing in the fall is outerwear. And then you just like throw on like a scarf and a beanie too mm-hmm. and you look so put together, so but you're wearing sweats. Exactly. It's very easy. A few months ago, I had the home edit come organize our closet. Tell me all about it. How oh my God. That? It was the best. Like not obviously it wasn't sponsored. I got it with my own money and it was like the best thing I've ever spent my money on because Dylan and I, we have a really long, it's kind of a narrow, but it's a long closet that we share and there's like a his and her side and it's built in. So there's sections where you can put your shoes and stuff, but I just felt like I wasn't utilizing the space because our, we have the cloud bed and so it takes up a huge chunk of our room so we didn't really have a spot for a dresser so all of our clothes are literally in the closet like underwear everything that you would put in a dresser is in the closet too so I called them out and they came and like gave me a quote and it was insane so I did like the edit part on my own I like I would literally get rid of what rid of my wedding dress if I had to like I don't hold on to anything I'm not attached to anything really so I did like the edit part on my own 
And then they came and organized it. They were literally there from 7.30 in the morning till 9 at night. They did mine wow. and Dylan's side. They go to the container store. They buy everything for you, like the whole nine yards. I remember when they brought me upstairs to look at it, I started to cry. I was like, this is I the would. best thing. But now I'm struggling because I did it over the summer. And now that I have all these fall clothes, because all of my like trench coats and stuff are in our guest bedroom closet, I need to switch everything. But I'm like, I don't want to mess it up. I've been so good at keeping it like really organized. And so now I'm like, is it almost worth calling them back to do like a little season change? Or I'm like, Rachel, come on. You can probably do this yourself. Like just use your brain. But you don't want to mess up their beautiful work. I know. You know? I mean, they the way and I had to like have them show me how to fold the items because there's like little drawers where they fold everything. Like every single one of my underwear and socks are perfectly folded. And I was like, who does this? But now I'm like, okay, I've spent like my hard earned money on this. I'm going to keep up with it. And I told Dylan too, I'm like, you better keep up with your side of the closet. And he has. And it's so funny because you walk in and our closet still looks like they came. And I'm like, this was so smart. You have to keep up with the it. fear of God in him. To, you know what I mean? Yeah, he's like, ooh, she's going to get mad if yeah. I don't. So I'm like, fold it the right way. I like showed him how to fold it. He's like, okay, this is kind of like pointless, but <laughs> you can fit much more. I, like, I have this weird thing where like, I don't mind spending a lot of money on something sometimes mm -hmm. because like, oh, we're workout class or something, right? Yes. Because it's going to make me go and then I'm going to get charged a cancellation fee. Exactly. So when it's things like organizing or certain aspects of life, the only way to get me to really stay on track with it is to make you pay for it. Is to, yes, exactly. Isn't that so funny? I think I was, I forget who I was talking to about this, but it was like, for example, a workout class, you spend so much money on a monthly membership and then it's like you order something online and- it's like seven dollars shipping. You're like, oh, I'm not getting it. Nope. <laughs> I'm yes. like, I'm like, fifty dollars shirt of the seven dollars shipping. I'm not gonna get it. It's not worth it. It is actually really crazy. Isn't that funny how like people don't want to pay for shipping or like things like that. You know, there's certain things that people are just like, I don't want to pay for. There's but then there's dumb things, things that I pay for. Yes, and there's like if it has anything to do with time, mm -hmm. I'm like totally fine. Like if I need my groceries delivered or if I need something, if I'm working, like there's certain exactly. things where I'm like, that's worth it for time, mm -hmm. and I can justify it. But then other things, there's like dumb stuff. And I'm, yeah. like, I'm like, Rachel, you spend $7 on a coffee almost every day, but you won't spend any money on shipping. Like, yeah. What's wrong with you? No, but I feel like everyone just has their thing, you know? What are your go-to shoes right now? Go-to shoes. I always, this is so bad because they're year-round and they're like not even cute or in style, but the Yeezy slides. Like I throw them on every single day. Oh, I think, yeah, those are actually great. Those are Whether I'm like, that's like a chill shoe. But like a sneaker right now, I would say these. I don't even know how you pronounce them. The Adidas Sambas. Yeah, I think it's a Samba. Samba. They're cute, but I feel like I prefer a chunkier sneaker. Um, I'm going to give my friend a little promotion. Okay. Lily and Andy, they do 112s. And they just came out with a custom sneaker that is like the perfect white chunky sneaker. And I feel like I put those on every day. I'm such a sneaker girl. I feel like I try to wear other shoes. I love like a square toed boot for fall, but I'm not going to wear that running around doing like my errands. I'm going to throw on a sneaker, but I do love a square toed like chunky boot or I really want to get behind the loafer trend. I actually spent way too much money on a pair of Chanel loafers and I still haven't worn them because I'm like, I don't even know how to style them. So I'm trying to figure out how to like make loafers look cute. They're cute. I feel like I see them on other people, but me, I'm like, I don't know how they look. Sometimes when I get, like, I got a pair of loafers, too, and I have the same issue, but it's weird because I see it on other people. I know. And I'm like, that's so cute. But for sometimes when it's, like, something totally new mm -hmm. style-wise and you just, like, feel awkward exactly. in it. Like, I feel like a lot of people feel that way in cowboy boots. So, like, I just feel so You always weird. look so cute. You but, just throw them on. But that's only because I wear them. 
Like if anyone, if you were to put them on, I'd be like, oh my god, that looks so cute. You like know if I, mean? I were to have the loafers on, you would never think, oh, she looks weird no. in those. But me, I like tried to wear them today, and I'm like, I can't wear these with this yes. outfit. See, but yeah. it's because it's you. If I saw them, I'd be like, that was probably the first thing I would have said. It was like, oh my god, it's so cute. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, yeah. But going back to when you asked if I like, you were talking about black or white. Like, what do you prefer? The white clothing. I do not like dark shoes on my feet. Like, if you put black sneakers or like a black booty on me, I feel weird. I feel like light colored shoes make me look cuter it's just not your thing I feel weird in black sneakers I wear sneakers every day and I have all white or just colorful yes and but I do I'll do black booties I feel like white shoes make you look more athletic yeah that could just possibly be in my head but I don't know I've always thought that I'll never forget one year for Christmas this was when we were still in high school I think Dylan asked for a pair of Nike free runs is that what they were called Uh uh-huh and they were all black like even the sole was black and I remember he put them on once and I was like, you can't wear those. I was like, those make you look so unathletic. And I think we were playing like basketball at the park. And I was just like, you seriously can't wear those. She's like, seriously, I just got them for Christmas. I'm like, no. And I remember telling his mom, I was like, why did you buy those? She was like, that's what he wanted. <laughs> and now I gave like, you the ick. Yes. I was like, ew, I feel like the white people listening in all black shoes are probably like, <laughs> I just feel like white shoes. Try it. Put a dark shoe on one foot and a light shoe on the other and Tell me your leg doesn't look better in the white shoe. It really does. And also it makes everyone look tanner. Yeah. And that's probably why I also like it because I'm always trying to look as tan as possible. Yes. So I'm like something about it, which is also weird because cleats are black. Mm-hmm. Nor well, a lot of them. I guess it depends on the school. Yeah, that's true. You know? uh, yeah, we had white. That's yeah. true. There has to be like a correlation with that. But I actually I agree. I remember for dance dogs at the Georgia dance team. Every year we would get a new pair of like Nike team shoes and I was on, only on the team for two years. But the one year that I left, I remember seeing the sneakers and they were black. And I was like, thank God that wasn't my year. Because <laughs> I was like, I would have not liked that. You left at the right time. I did. I graduated at the perfect time. I graduated during COVID. So I didn't even like have a graduation. So it's like, I still feel like I didn't even go to college. I'm I didn't even have one. Too. Yeah. It's strange. Also not too. Yeah. So Dylan coaches for Vanderbilt and they play Georgia at Georgia in like two weekends. And I haven't been back to Athens since COVID when I had to go back in, pack up my stuff and leave. I'm like, I'm wearing all black and I'm taking a photo under the arch because I haven't even been back since I graduated. Yeah, you actually have to. You have to celebrate. I do. Dylan's mom got an Airbnb. We're going to stay all weekend. I'm like, I know I'm going as a Vanderbilt wife, but I also am a Georgia fan. So I'm like, I don't know. I love Athens. I visited Danny and Brooke when they were there. I just love it so so fun. It's such a good college town, especially like this time of year. I feel like the fall semester and football. It's it's so so fun too. Like Mm -hmm. I just love it. Okay, well, this has been great. I could talk to you like for thank you for having me on. I enjoyed it. Where can they find you? Okay, my my new last name is a nightmare. You guys, it used it's at Rach Ottenreath, and it's A U T E N R I E T H. <laughs> you went from having like a really easy last name, pretty yes. much, to Rachel Racky. Yeah, yeah, sad. R I P to Rachel Racky. <laughs> R I P. Well, thank you for coming. <laughs> thank you for having me. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I love y'all so much. Again, don't forget to get your tickets for the Dallas live show. Margot and Dom are the guests. It's going to be so much fun. Love you guys so much. And I will talk to you next Thursday. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.